Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle, and... And me, and me, and me. And, and you. you. Tom, you're drinking a Pepsi. Look, I don't know what happened yesterday, but I had a lot of red wine. And and this morning, I am not, I'm I'm paying for it, okay? So I just want you to know that. Um, But I'm fine, and I'm thinking that this drink might help. Cheers. I find that a can of Coke, Pepsi, anything Mm. in that area is Mm. often very helpful when you're hanging out of your ass. Yeah. How much wine do you think you drank? I think it was two bottles, I think, that I had. There were about five bottles were consumed during the day. So. And how many of you were there? There was three, um, yeah. between three and four. Yeah, that so, is, uh, that's going to be an absolute bitch of a hangover. I haven't done it for a long time. I think because I've, I signed off on the book last yes. week. Yes. And, um, and then sort of was busy with things. They never got a chance to sort of acknowledge that. Um, mm. So, you know, it's that one of those days. Yeah, I think um, it's fine, Tom. You're allowed to be hungover. Yeah, it's okay. Isn't it? It's okay. Of course um, it is. We are, we're all I'm, hungover sometimes, except people that don't drink. But, except you know. people who don't drink, yeah. Of course. Um, which every time, of course, I wish I was one of those people. Um, but um, how about you, Susie? Did you? Um, are you doing okay today? I'm doing fine today. Do you know what? I oh, I feel I feel quite smug, and I'm really sorry, Tom. This morning, I went for a walk along the beach, and then went to the osteopath. Oh, that is a nice morning, isn't it? It was that very is a nice. Really nice morning. Very nice. A very nice Italian lady is cracking my back at the moment. And, well, she doesn't really crack it. She sort of does a very deep, muscular thing. And then Ooh, I... Oh, I thought crack. crack is whack. I thought crack is whack. Crack is whack, but also crack is back. So it's it's all it's really back. confusing. Um, mm, no, but she does something yes. to my back and it helps so much. Well, that's great. She's Italian. She's Italian. She seems very nice. She's from the north of Italy. We don't talk that much mm. because she's digging her fingers quite deeply into my lower spine, lower back. Oh, gosh, that's impressive, isn't it? Oh, well done. I'm, I'm glad it's helping. Do you know what I will say, though? She's she's quite small. She's quite small Ish. in stature. Yeah. And I thought, mm. I wonder if you're going to be tough enough. But let me tell you, Tom, she's tough enough. People surprise. People that's surprise. That's the thing. Yeah. We, and you've always got to allow yourself to be surprised mm. by people. That is the thing. Allow yourself to be surprised, and um, and I think I found that I remember having a massage in an airport once. Kind. Um, he travels. He he's been to places, and I was changing planes in um, Kuala Lumpur. Oh, and, Tom, you've you've um, really lived. Mm, was it on the way to Australia? Do you think, dear? It was on the way to Australia. Of course. And um, got got halfway there, and I thought. You know, will this will this person be tall and strong enough to massage? And she was, and it was one of the most fearsome ones I've ever had. But in a good way, I felt very relaxed afterwards. And did you did it did it help you for the second leg of the journey? Did actually, yeah, it did make me feel a bit more relaxed. I haven't had a massage for ages. Oh, Tom, you must. You simply must. Does the lady you go to? Did she still play like nice music and get you to sniff a sniff a no, bit of scented oil off her? Off her what? I was going to say off an old sock. That's not what it is, is it? No, Tom, absolutely not. It's more, because it's osteo rather than sort of a masseuse, it's less like uh, the Westlife with panpipes and more, this is a medical scenario. 
Oh, Tom's paused. For the listener, he's currently in the Euston Lounge at the in, in the Euston train station. It's the bed heated. No, Tom, you're going to have to say that again, love. What did you say? Have I gone? Have I? You're back. Oh, no. Are you gone? Oh, no. oh Tom. Oh. I'm, I'm here. I am here. You're here. Hello. I am here. Have I come back? Do I sound Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you hear me? He can. Do I still he seem can. very crackly? No, you're back now. Oh, that's good. Otherwise, um, I'll move to another corner. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it was very good. That's what I'm saying, Tom. It was very good, and I feel very good for um, prioritising me being able to walk again like I'm not a duck. Sometimes as well, those moments, they um, they they do make us refocus, don't they? They make us stop for a second and just yes. sort of take time for ourselves, which is good. Well, you have no choice when a woman is mm. cr- cracking your back. Does she walk on your back or anything like no, that? No, none of that sort of carry on. More just a lot mm. of very deep tissue stuff while she goes, you're very tense. And I say, yes, that's my personality. They always say that, don't they? I went in my shoulders for a little bit. Oh, that's good. Sometimes yeah. they say to me, like, whenever I've been for a massage, they'll be like, you should have a massage every week. And I'm like, who's got time for that? I think and people do, money. Tom. Do they? Maybe people are kinder to themselves than I am to myself. And I think that you could afford a massage a week. I'm going to say it. Maybe one of those chairs in the station. Oh, those horrid chairs. Hate those. Hmm. Um, did you watch the Queen's funeral yesterday, Tom? I did, actually, yes. I imagine that you were a huge fan of the ceremony. I found it very ceremonial, mm. very moving. Mm. Um, and... Um, and yes, that two-minute silence and the and the piper I thought was very, very, was very elegant, very moving. The way it sort of just he just walked away. I thought that mm. was very, very it's elegant. In, it's interesting, isn't it? Like even like if you're a royalist or not, just watching that sort of uh, watching a funeral of and and people sort of stopping to take time. You can't help but I just didn't stop thinking about my nan all day. If she felt she felt ever present. Mm, yeah, I think a lot of people have been thinking like that haven't they and sort of mm. reminiscing and sort of having those reminders of losing someone mm. i think uh yeah i know i certainly thought about dad quite a lot yeah yes i think that's the nature of it isn't it and i suppose as well i felt like this changing of the era meant that mm. it's like oh like dad dad was part of that era but yeah but no we're not in it anymore and it's just that sort of sense of change i don't really like change at the moment i found i'm like no everything just stay the same um but that's part of it that's okay um yeah um, but yeah i think i think it was i think it was, it was very emotional yeah i think so too i think so too now tom i know we're only going to do a shorter episode today because you're in transit yeah. And uh, we both have quite busy weeks on, but we wanted to still speak to our like-minded friends. We'd hate to miss you. Yes, hate we would hate. You. We would hate to miss you. We're always um, there for you. But we've had quite a lot of correspondence. Oh, really, Sue? And I was wondering if we could just do a shorter episode with correspondence. I would How love you about that? that. I would love that, Sue. I'd love it. Oh, just to give people an idea, Tom is at a train station. We're going to record until five past twelve, and he's getting the train at ten past twelve. I feel this is yeah. frightening. It's but ambitious, isn't this it? Is very it's ambitious. Tom. Yeah, this is how I live. This is how we this roll. This is how he lives. It's how he lives. Go on. What's the first one? Okay, here we go. Hello, Susie and Tom. 
Firstly, thank you for your hilarious podcast. They brighten up my day and it literally feels like you're part of my family. I have eight brothers and sisters. Gosh, is there room um, for us? Well, of course. And we chat about topics you often cover, though mostly with more squabbles. Ooh. Is that your train? No. No, okay. That's after my train. Okay, fine. Oh, shit. Okay. That woman doesn't realise she's making a cameo on one of Britain's no, most prestigious. Pre- premier. Prestigious. Premier. Um, queer podcasts. Um, queer podcasts, yes. Quadcasts. I mean, yes. I'm so excited to hear, Tom, that you've started a handwriting club. I had a big stroke three years ago during my cancer treatment, age 38, and I've had to learn everything all over again. Oh, wow. Fortunately, I'm left-handed and my right side was affected by the stroke, but my brain still gets very confused with screens and typing, so I've gone back to handwriting. And as I'm left-handed, I've had to ditch the ink to avoid endless smudges, so I've gone back to retractable pencils. I got so excited when I found them in Trago Mills. It's like being a kid again, buying new stationery for a school year. If Dawn French can handwrite her books using a pencil, I think I can write my weird life story, which will include my favourite crisp sandwiches, endless garden centre cafe days with my mum, and many trips to Trago to see the cocks. (laughs) Oh, Trago Mills. Honestly, they live there in the car park. Susie, I hope you enjoy your gig in Cornwall in St Austell I'm hoping to make it thank you for such an inspirational podcast and congrats to you both on your new life journeys with a baby and a beau you've opened up some most much needed conversations about the LGBTQ plus community that will help me and others better support my gay siblings thanks for reading oh. if only you had a derby PO box address that I could snail mail a handwritten postcard from Cornwall all the best bye 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 oh. bye, 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 bye 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 and that's from Anna and she's attached a picture of a cock in Trago Mills. Oh. And before oh. any of you get rude... Oh, don't be so disgusting, everybody. Don't get your minds out the gutter. Anna's just sending us pictures of chickens. Oh, how lovely. I love a picture of a chicken. Um, how nice a lovely message. And I love a retractable pencil. What a nice way to do things. I didn't know Dawn French did that. Yeah, I know. What a lovely email from Anna. Thank you. That must be so hard, relearning everything. It must take Doesn't such a lot of patience. Yeah. What a, yeah, what an amazing journey what amazing thing to do yeah wow such patience incredible yes. but um i'll let I'll, I'll try and keep the listeners updated on my progress with the handwriting books um i haven't really had a chance thus far but um but i'm going to and then i'll i'll feedback for sure please do tom please do right mm. here we go tom and susie i'm currently sat in oh i don't know how to say this Safat. Safati Park, Sir Sarpati Park in Amsterdam. Any ideas, Tom? Do you want me to spell it for you and you can have a go at saying it? If you want. S-A-R-P-H-A-T-I Park. Yes, I think you did Sir-Pati it perfect. Sarpati. Sarpati. Sarpati Park in Amsterdam. And I'm getting my way through some bread and hummus. I may have an apple from Berlin, clang, after I write this. I've been doing a spot of interrailing before I join my sister in Paris and head south for a family holiday near Nice. So nice. Lovely. Bonjour. And I'm also reading the autobiography of Van Gogh, who did a similar journey. I feel very pretentious in this regard, and I'm completely Mm. fine with that. Oh, I love a pretentious holiday like that. It's like the sort of thing I would do, of course. 
I wanted to say hello and thank you. During some parts of my solo trip, I've played the podcast and any feelings of isolation have immediately subsided. I've met some really wonderful humans during the last few weeks, but having you two on hand, in brackets, in my ears, has been so reassuring. I must admit that my sister has been compelling me to listen for a matter of weeks, nay months, before I reluctantly gave you a listen. I usually save my podcast for more (laughs) conventional intellectual topics. Harsh. Soon, however, I saw how this podcast is perhaps the best combination between humour and important discussion. Mm. I think conversations between friends are always strongest when that balance is right. Thank you for being a good model for that. Tom, your confidence has been a real saving grace for me in the past few weeks. People have started making comparisons between our turns of phrase, and I have now accepted (laughs) this as a compliment. (laughs) I've now accepted this as the compliment it is meant to be. I do use the (laughs) phrase 100%, but only in an ironic sense. Fear not. Anyway, your name is frequently mentioned in our household. You seem to have a universal acclaim amongst five people with varying senses of humour. Susie, yours is too, particularly now that... My sister has succeeded in making me an avid listener. She says hello and was overjoyed when you liked her comment on Instagram. Brackets, she's 23. (laughs) I I really like Peter. Um, I feel compelled to mention my other sister and my parents who have been rather wonderful in our family journey of two queer slash gay children coming out. Amongst a host of other things, although it's been somewhat fraught with inevitable but also unique challenges. Of course, no two journeys are the same. Same colour, different font, as a friend said to me. That's very good. Mm, another handwriting reference. Another, thank you so much. We are all very grateful and blessed to now call one another not only family but good friends. Various discussions and contributions on like-minded friends have made us all aware of what a blessing this is. What a lovely thing to say. Alas, I must disembark from this bench and visit the markets, which along with the galleries and museums are making up a substantial portion of my trip. As a 21-year-old, you sound so much more grown up. Whenever I doubt whether this is the done thing, I hear a Tom-like voice dismissing such ludicrous and unproductive propositions. If you're happy and you're having no adverse impact on others, continue to flourish or something like that. I shall finish with a question, as I fear the above is deprived of any actual worth beyond my own nattering. What are your thoughts on visibility? Me too. What are your thoughts on visibility and true representation in social life, media, politics, literature? If you don't see yourself, how do you belong? Must a gay writer always be the author of gay novels? And must a straight author never contemplate from writing an adopted viewpoint? It is a question that sparked much debate among my friends and family, and I must admit, I do not quite like what I think, which is fine. I'm interested to hear your thoughts in the chance that you have a fresh take on things. With love, bye, 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 Brackets. Does not everyone end their phone calls with this? Peter. Peter, I very much enjoyed that. Well, I think that sounds like... a a very in- intellectual question. I'm st- speaking in a slightly stilted way because I think I have to go for the, I have to start moving towards the train. You do, you do, um, you must, you simply must. I think, um, I think, I think it's interesting. There's some, sometimes a burden of responsibility, isn't there, on, yes. on queer people to write like the queer, queer novel or whatever. Um, what do you I think? think I think you should do what your, what your gut is telling you to write about. I don't like it when people try and write something because they think it's like, oh, it's zeitgeist. We should have a couple of lezers in that. Oh, yeah, we should chuck That's in a person. That's what people say all the time, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> or we should chuck in a gay, funny gay character because that'll be 
Do you yeah, know what they're using like. Lyft because you know what they're yeah. like. They're such hard work. But I think that you've got to write from a place of authenticity, whatever that may be. And I think if you have a foot in the world that you're talking about, that is necessary. I think if you know nothing about people, those people, then you shouldn't. That, that's my opinion. Then I suppose a lot of like um, writing is about, or creativity is about empathy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So about trying to understand people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that, I suppose, to be considered. So there's a complexity, isn't it? Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. What I'm just remembering is, uh, I might have said this on the podcast before, but when once when a writer got in touch with me who was a critic, who had actually previously only ever given me, had never given me more than a three and a half star review, sent me his book because he wanted me to read the gay female characters. uh, Oh, yes, I do remember that. He thought they were authentic. And it was the most bizarre thing because he thought that it would be like a treat for me to read his work. Oh, he was yes. like, would you like to read it? And then you can tell me if you think it's... Because I've just changed one of... The, I've just changed two straight characters to lesbians because I thought that would be more interesting. Mm, or, no, I think uh, he didn't use the word interesting. I think he used the word sort of zeitgeisty. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, I think a place of authenticity and an understanding of the world. Yes, there's that, isn't there? I think it's, I mean, it's a very nuanced issue, isn't it? But I think, um, like you say, I think it's right to write what you feel. Mm. And um, and I think, as Alan Bennett says, you don't write about yourself. You find yourself through your writing, um, which I thought was very interesting. So inevitably, you do, we do write about ourselves. Um, so you can have that. There you go. You can put I that think, in your pipe and smoke I, it. You can put that in your pipe. I think I might have paraphrased a bit there, but, um, you know. Um, I think that's fine. Um, but, um, so we're just going through the barriers now. Tom's um, going through the barriers. We ought to say bye-bye, Thomas, because I think we're well, about to cut out. Oh, wait, is that for me? Oh, thanks. Um, um, uh, well, we might cut out any minute now. Sorry, this, is, this has been one of our little bonkers episodes, hasn't it, of us on the road? Well, yes, but I think that our gorgeous listeners would prefer to hear something from us than nothing at all. So we apologise this is a very short episode and that the audio might not be quite as good as when we're both in well, our homes. You could, talk, you could do a bit at the end if you want, Sue. No, I'm all right, Tom. I don't know what to say without you. Don't be ridiculous. Um, it's all noise and bells and whistles here, though. Clang, um, clang, clang, went the trolley. Went the tra- it's like that. I feel like I'm on, um, like I'm in, it ain't, it, what's it called? Um, something like it. Oh, oh, I don't know. Or Starlight um, Express, maybe you're getting on a train. Or Starlight Express. Um, um, indeed, indeed. Right, Tom, um, you, 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 you can leave us now. I'll say goodbye okay, to well, everyone. You guys, thanks so much. Well, I'll speak to you later. Okay, bye, everyone. dear. You take care. Okay. Bye everyone. Bye for bye now. Everyone. Bye. 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 And just like that, television's Tom Allen is gone. Um, he is going off to do one of his work in progress shows. I think he's going up to the Lake District. Part of his his new tour has gone on sale. I think so. You can find all that out at his website. I'm also on tour at the moment. This week I'm going to Devon. I'm going to Tynmouth, and then I'm also going to Bridport. And uh, they're the two shows that I'm doing this week. There's, I think Timmouth sold out. There's still some tickets left for Bridport. Uh, I would love to see you there. Come and say hi. Uh, as ever, you can always get in touch with us. The email is hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. And we'll be back with you next week. And hopefully it will be a longer and better audio quality episode. But we always like to talk to you. So here we are. 
You take care and we'll speak to you next week. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye,